Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Clickbait politics gives you clickbait candidates, gives you clickbait politicians. Happy November to you. A week away, that's the reality of it. Polls that are out there. Here's some perfect example of clickbait, but it's scary because I think clickbait has put us in this position. Ready for this one? NBC poll came out last week. I think we touched on it very briefly. I think it was uh, Thursday. But 80% of Americans, and that includes 8 in 10 Republicans, 8 in 10 Democrats, believe a victory for the other party will lead us down into the world of ruin and, and, and the eventual demise of the country. That the other party's politics will destroy our nation. Oh, my goodness. Voter enthusiasm is high. Why? Because of negative news. Not because of positive. Not because of any of that stuff. Because of negatives. Because negative sells. Clickbait politics gives us clickbait politicians eventually. And that's what we have. We're never talking about real issues anymore. It doesn't happen. Real issues are aren't the excitement issues that are exciting are the things we can yell at each other about right abortion oh that's a real issue to some people it is but it's not a real issue to the average american who's just trying to feed their family last night you know uh, so I took a portion of yesterday off. I only worked, a, uh, uh, I joked about it, so I only worked a 10-hour day. But that's true, I only worked a 10-hour day here. I worked a couple hours late last night. But I went, I took the kids out. We had such an amazing time. It's just nice to get out. We, we you know, it was Halloween. When, you know, ho, 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 whoa, we're scared, all the whole things. It was just fantastic. One of the places we went was our local fire station. They do trunk or treat. Valley of Dirt people, we do have a, we do have a fire station. It's just a bunch of buckets, and then people yell, and we go pick up the buckets and put them in water, and we try to bail out a house if it was on fire. Uh, that's kind of the valley of I live in. And it was packed. There was probably good, you know, 1,000, 1,500 people there, and uh, we're walking around, and I'm talking to the police, I'm talking to the firemen, talking to a lot of people I haven't seen in a while because a lot of them have come back because it's that time of year when the, when the you know, the the elderly, if you will, and I say elderly, uh, not too far away from them myself, but they're they're back from their you know retirement wherever they live in the cooler parts of the summer rather than here in Arizona. So they're snowbirds. Did we talk about January sixth? We did not. Did we talk about abortion? We did not. Did we talk a lot about inflation? Oh, we did. Did we talk about the insanity of prices and where they're going? We absolutely did. You mean you didn't talk about? No, we didn't talk about any of the other things. We talked about the things that matter. The pocketbook. Even for them. A couple of them last night said, you know, we're doing okay, but we might come out of retirement and just take some part-time jobs out here just to make sure, you know, just in case something happens, we don't burn through our money. I'm going to think about that for a second. They're retired already. They had planned it out. They did all the things. And they're thinking about coming out of retirement just to take some jobs to maybe cushion themselves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
a week away. And that's what people are talking about. This is new from Gallup. They ask folks the issues they consider the most important, very important. And you see the economy tops it, abortion, second crime, gun policy, immigration. Then you ask folks who say these are the most important issues to them, how they intend to vote. Look at this. On all but one of these topics, Republicans have an advantage. And on three of them, the economy, crime, immigration, Republicans have massive advantages over Democrats. Crime has been the sleeper issue when I go out and talk to voters in some of these states. You know, it's not scientific, but it's just one of those things that keeps coming up that I feel like maybe we miss. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the other thing. Most Americans, according to a new Times poll, would like a Republican to vote for. But just not the one they have to choose from. Oh, yeah. Most Americans say, yeah, I, right now I'd like to vote for the Republican, but I'm not sure I want to vote for that Republican. So I'm probably not going to vote for that person on the left. And I'm unsure about this person on the right. I would rather vote for somebody. And remember, winning a primary is not winning a general. And that's what happens when you have clickbait. When you have clickbait, what ends up happening? You get wacky stuff and you go and uh, there's nothing really there. That's why I call it clickbait. They grab the low-hanging fruit. And so you're hoping to get clickbait voters that will just jump on it and not do any research or any of that stuff. It's, it's, It's not a good place to be. What are Americans thinking about? Economy. Absolutely huge. Across the country, I think immigration's become a big issue. There's no doubt about that. Crime has become an issue. You heard him there. Crime has become an issue because, quite frankly, nobody's really talking about crime except for the Republicans going, hey, you guys wanted to defund the police. And, well, we, we actually, in a lot of places, we get, no, you demonize the police. You, 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 you slowed funding down. And then even when you did fund, you didn't give enough. And then, oh, by the way, even if you did fund the police, what else did you do? You just told them, hey, a lot of these woke DAs are like, eh, don't worry about it. You're the victim, not the person you stole from. We'll let you out. It shouldn't be this hard. And we've talked about it for months. But they make it hard. It shouldn't be this hard, but they've talked about it forever and a day. About the... 2020 election when you didn't have to allowing the media to control the conversation when you should be singularly talking about economy 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 that's it the media wants to talk about the other things because they think that's what makes the 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 people tick when it's not yeah let me tell you you, you're in a bubble man i love it chuck but you are in a bubble if you think anybody is talking about what happened in 2020 or talking about mar-a-lago and all that i know the press loves to talk about it People are talking about what is happening in their pocketbooks every single day. I, look, I get when that, When they have Governor. to buy groceries or fill should up gas. Or right now. You well, that, that far away. Yeah. Over should they be? Okay. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Chuck, this is hitting people. They're having trouble paying their mortgage. They're having trouble making car payments because of bad policies out of Washington. Should they be? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should be. The fact that you would even ask that. Come on, Chuck. Don't be such an asshat. Uh, uh, should they be talking? Yes, they should be talking about it. If I'm going to go and get groceries, I'm not thinking to myself, I was thinking about getting this loaf of bread. What's the January 6th loaf of bread cost? There is no January 6th loaf of bread. When you go to the store, 
and you're like, oh, my goodness me. I mean, you go to get gas, and you're like, I was going to get this, but across the street at the January 6th gas station, it's cheaper. There's none of that. Most people have no idea what the hell was going on. It's sad to say they knew it was a bad, bad look. Well, kind of whatever the media says they kind of go with, but they don't care. They don't care. Just like Miralago, they have no idea what is going on. I don't know. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They should care. Yeah, they should. But they don't. Because when you're trying to put food on your table, when you're trying to make sure that the lights stay on, that your business is rocking and rolling, that's what they care about. It's not hard. Think of it like writing a hit, a hit song, or a movie. Like, I don't have, I could see a trailer and go, oh, that's going to be a good movie. I could see an art film and go, nobody's going to see that. <laughs> nobody's going to see that. Art movies are awful. You ever been to an art movie? They're horrible. They're awful. And all of us have our wacky taste, but they are. The goal here is to appeal to the masses. Which appeals more to the masses? Oh, you're going to love this movie. It's fantastic. It's about a burgeoning relationship between a young girl who thinks that she may be non-binary and her father, who is an old Christian conservative. And they're battling it out. And then she falls in love with the neighbor who also happens to be non-binary. And they happen to be Jewish. It's a real deep, dramatic, or it's like, dude, you see the new Iron Man? Yeah, check it out. It's like, oh, my God, it's great. Thor's back in it, and he's back to being Thor. And they got Robert Downey Jr. out of retirement. It's going to be awesome. Oh, my God. Which one's going to get the most? Because at the end of the day, your goal is to catch cash a wide net. So I'm going to cast the biggest net I can to catch the most. When you live in a myopic world, and you think that everybody's talking about abortion in January 6th because that's all you're talking about. Then you leave and you're like, oh, my God, nobody's talked about it at all. Nobody's come up to me and said, what's the latest? They're like, damn, gas is high. Damn, bacon's $4. Used to be two fifty. But what about January 6th? What are you talking about? I don't care. I got this bacon. Oh, man. That's what people care about. Do we? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. And where the Republicans struggle is they decided that clickbait's what they wanted. And they ran with clickbait. And with that, they got clickbait candidates. And now they're hoping to have clickbait politicians. It shouldn't be this hard. I've heard from more people that said, you know, I would voted for so-and-so who didn't win the primary. But I don't know if I can vote for such and such. Mm. Yeah, they've made it harder than they need to. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter. Hope you had a good Halloween. It is already November. Where did it all go? That's a very good question to ask because I'm telling you what, October was the fastest month it felt of the year. Just flew by. Flew by. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Ed Rough Greens is amazing. Give it to my dogs every day. Give it to my dogs last night. Bouncy happy. So I took it out last night, 
and I fill up their food bowl because we're trying to get out of the house and, you know, doodle and everybody's bouncing around. They want their food. And and I, they all kind of looked at me as like, dude, you didn't any of the stuff. You didn't put the stuff on top. What the stuff? What that that Vitus smart stuff? The canine? Where's my? Where, 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 where is it? I'm like, all right. So I had to go find it and get it sprinkled on top. Boom. Ate it all up. It was it's just funny because they know it's like, hey, we don't have our things. They don't know what it does for them. They love the taste. With vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff, it's great for their body, their digestive tract, all of the things, and it'll work for your dog as well. Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, took a quarter of a century perfecting this, wants to send you a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything but the shipping, which is a couple bucks. So a couple bucks, you get this amazing bag for free. Try it with your dogs. Don't change anything. Watch what happens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. If you love your animals like I love my animals, try it now. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. According to the affidavit, 42-year-old David DePop telling police that he was going to hold Nancy hostage and talk to her. And if she lied, he was going to break her kneecaps. DePop now facing federal charges of assault on the immediate family member of a federal official and attempted kidnapping of a federal official. With the high-stakes midterm elections approaching in just days, federal officials are warning of heightened threats by lone wolves. Yeah, uh, nut jobs. Uh, that's what this guy is. So it's politically motivated. Yeah, the politics played a part in it, but uh, uh, the reality is this guy's not. This guy's not there. I mean, you still have to read some of his writings uh, to realize that he was, uh, you know, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. And don't take my word for it. His family, his friends who've known him for years said, oh, yeah, he's, he's mentally, he's just out there. I mean, you know, like I said yesterday, he had a blog. What was it? Uh, a period turd was in one entry. And then on another date, he wrote another one. And all he wrote was Indians. <laughs> That's it. That's it. He is uh, he he's he's got serious issues. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, did politics and the and this goes back to something we've talked about over and over again. And the responsibility of the beauty of our world of free speech and there's responsibility that comes with it, right? With great you know, with much power comes much responsibility. And one of the things is we're no longer in a time, unfortunately, where. Everybody gets it, gets the joke, gets the, the, I don't really dislike this person. I mean, I don't really dislike them, but I'm saying these things uh, because, yeah, you know, it's what you do. It goes back, you know, very, I mean, men beat each other up all the time and now ladies and the disdain they have in front of the camera gets the tickets sold usually behind the scenes and go back to uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather a couple years ago when they fought, there was a lot of disdain for each other. All of these things. Then you find out when they flew over to England to sell the fight right after almost beating each other up and starting a brawl at one of the press conferences, to the point where they weren't going to be around each other anymore. That 
They flew on his private jet over there. The difference is there are too many people out there now who aren't in on it in a way that they should be because they don't get that so much of it is pantomime, right? It's kabuki theater. It's to raise money. It's to gin up the audience and the crowd to get them to react and to send money and or vote or whatever. And that's the scary part of this. That's absolutely the scary part. Uh, You know, this guy, you know, people say, well, God, could you imagine if Nancy was there? Well, if Nancy was there, this wouldn't have happened. Because she's got security. How there wasn't at least one person with the amount of money that they have taken from the United States government through their insider trading, that they don't have one person? They didn't have one person? They, they, they don't even seem to have Simply Safe. <laughs> like, you, didn't have, you didn't have ring doorbell? You had nothing? You didn't have one person? I mean, I, I would think you get to the point where you got $50, $100 million. You may got one person. Especially in a city like San Francisco. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Those pesky, evil oil companies. You guys are stealing and robbing your profiteers. You're evil. I don't know if you guys heard Biden yesterday. Talk about how evil they were. They were just evil. You guys are evil. Especially on the day of Halloween, you're evil. Everything about you is evil. You've stolen money from humans. Ah, evil. Evil. Last week, Shell announced that it made $9.5 billion in profits for the third quarter. $9.5 billion. That's almost twice as much as it made in the third quarter of last year. Whoa! You think that's incredible? I do. And along came Exxon. Whoa! Exxon's profits for the third quarter were $18.7 billion. Oh, Only geez. triple what Exxon made last year. In the last six months, six of the largest oil companies have made more than $100 billion in profits in less than 200 days. I think it's outrageous. Outrageous profiteering, you scumbag SOBs! I hate you. Really? No, I don't care. Good for you. You made profits. But, Chad, gas prices are high. Well, there's a lot of reasons gas prices are high. Out here in the West, our our gas prices are higher than everybody else's, and, and, and it sucks. Let's see here. Are we built? Oh, yeah, it's been this. See, so this is 2022, and we had 2010, and then just 2000. So that's two decades. Then we had the uh, the 90s. That's three. The 80s. That's four. The so it's been five decades since we've built a new refinery. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. That doesn't help. Uh, let's see here. Uh, every time they try to drill or do something. Uh, this administration has said, and I quote, remember, he wants to put them out of business. Those were his words. He's coming for you, right? Whether it was coal 
or or oil. This is the whole goal. They're coming for you. They're going to put you out of business. So you want to you've you've slept with my wife. You're trying to steal my wife. Now you want me to help you do what? Fix your car so you can take her to a party? Yeah, no. It's not that's weird, but okay. You dumbasses. I don't care that they've made a profit. Here's the funny thing. Why are you mad at our companies for making a profit, but you're not mad globally that everybody else is making a profit? Because we should just give the money back. Just give it back. Just give it back. Instead of the outrageous profits they're making today, if they passed the rest on to the consumers, the price of gas would come down around an additional 50 cents. If they're investing their profits in historic rates in their U.S. operations, then America would be producing more oil today. Prices would be down even further. But rather than increasing their investments in America or giving American consumers a break, their excess profits are going back to their shareholders and they're buying back their stock so the executive pays are going to skyrocket. Give me a break. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Give me a break. Uh, don't care is, is what you get out. I don't care. Why should I care? I'm just curious. You've decided that you wanted to make them an enemy. You decided that you wanted to make them an enemy from the jump. And then the green got behind you guys a long time ago, and they were the evil enemy of all evilness. <laughs> so, so you made it all about how evil they were. And then, uh-oh, inflation arrives. But we can't talk about what's really causing inflation, because I know the evil, it's just easier to go, well, it's these people over here, it's that people over there. and that's the, Blame is a game, and we'll get to that in a second. But the entire time you're talking about how you want to put them out of business, how you want to destroy them, how you 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 just can't wait to go all electric. Which again, I'm still trying to figure out how we're getting to all electric. Are we going to build new grids, or is this just going to be every night? I have to sit in my car and I have to hope that it's going to work tomorrow. That's part of it. Just having a clear heart and hoping. No, you don't like what they offer, and it's become a pain in the ass. Well, they should give their profits back because it's a nice thing to do. No, that's a dumb thing to do. I'm invested in a lot of stuff. You know, I got 401k and all that kind of stuff. You throw it out there and it's like, well, if if I'm with companies that are like, we're just starting to give all of our profits away. I'm like, well, I'm not going to invest in you anymore. That's a dumb thing to do. Right. And again, you're demonizing them. And I'm sure I'll get pushed back from some of those wackadoos out there. Be like, oh, that's not very nice. You say that, Chad. They're just evil, bad people. They're not. They're not. But why would you want to help out? Well, you should help out the country. Okay, what do you want them to do? Well, I want them to drill more. Okay, so let's say they go drill today. They want to drill. So they're going to go drill. And then this administration, through the EPA and everybody else, sues the hell out of them to stop their drilling. So what do you want them to do then? So you want them to do something so you could then say, why aren't you doing it? Because when you tried to do it, you got stopped by doing it. Uh, let's go back to several things we've talked about. No president in recent past has leased less land than this president. He's also stopped that in, in the Virgin Islands, that massive refinery. There's tons There's refineries for sale in the, in the Gulf. Nobody wants it. It's just too much hell and headache. 
But inflation, as we all know, is a big thing. It's a huge thing. It's massive. Well, it's got to be all of their faults, right? All those evil, greedy people that are driving up inflation. Or they don't print money. For 3,000 years, governments have always blamed others for inflation. Inflation comes from the government, from central banks, mucking things up, mucking the dollar, mucking up supply chains like oil and gas production. But you go back to Roman times. They blamed Christians for inflation. Good for the lions, but didn't curb inflation, which helped bring down the Roman Empire. Medieval times, they blamed it on witches. In the 1920s, during the German hyperinflation, they blamed it on Jewish bankers and Jewish merchants. 1970s, Richard Nixon blames on greedy Arabs. So they always blame it on others. But government is at fault here, both of the Federal Reserve and the federal government itself. And central banks all around the world have been making the same mistake for 10 years, printing a lot of money, zero interest rates. And then they wonder why prices are going up. Whoa. Look in the mirror, fellows. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Settle down. Why prices are going went all Bobby Brady on us. Yeah, there's a reason for that. We've spent like drunken sailors. We've handed out tons of money. And I can go back and even look at Trump, right? You know, for all the conservativeness of Trump, uh, I wasn't really conservative in a lot of ways. You know, like none of the the conservatives don't exist. It is a it is a theory. Small government, no spending. It's just stemming the tide and growth of government and overreach and spending on the things you want. That's how they should describe each side. One wants to grow government and make it almighty powerful. The other wants to slow government's growth down and only spend on the things that they want. But they don't print money, meaning the the evil profiteering companies, no matter who it is. Who prints money? Well, of course, it's the uh, it's the feds. They print that money. They make that money cheaper. They hand it out. They hyper, super hyper kicked inflation in the rear. Get going, get going, get going. And we did. We kept rates too low for too long. That's the things that people don't talk about. Go look. This is not the first time, and this will not be the last time things like this happen. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Last night, you had a chance to uh, go, you know what? I'm super nice and kind. And I'm all the wonderful things in the world. And blarty, blarty, blar. But if I win Powerball, you win Powerball, you become a conservative overnight. Like, get your hands off my money. We have another life-changing jackpot for you. It's the Powerball's Randy Trainer announcing the start of the nearly $1 billion Powerball jackpot that came up empty on Monday night. It was the second largest Powerball drawing in history. Now officials expect the Powerball to continue climbing to $1.2 billion ahead of Wednesday night's drawing. That would mark the fourth largest lotto prize in history. The last Powerball winner was back on August 3rd. It's now gone 38 drawings without a matching ticket. All right, so uh, with that, if you were to win on Tuesday, and you can't because I've already won, if you were to win on Tuesday, $600 million. That's right, kids, I said it. That's what you would get uh, after all is said and done, unless you want to do 29 years of uh, an annuity, which I don't think you want to do. Who's got 29 years, right? Who's got 29 years? You know who's going to be playing Powerball this week? Kanye. <laughs> do, you, do you see how broke they are? He's, they're talking about him going broke, broke. We're not talking about kind of broke. We're not talking about a little. They're talking about him potentially going broke, broke because of this. I mean, it's scary 
what he has done to himself, and he's done it all to himself. And every time somebody's like, are you sure that's what you meant? He doubles down. So what would you do? You get a billion gazillion dollars after everything's said and done. You're worth 600 million USA American dollars. What you going to do with it all? I have that money. Retirement. Just taking a long shot like everybody else. Just uh, hoping it happens, you know. And if it does, I'm going to bless a lot of other people with it. Who knows what a girl could do with one billion dollars. But I like it. I'm going in for a kidney transplant Thursday. So I- I'm pretty I'm pretty lucky guy. So maybe I could be a little bit luckier. The first thing I would do is buy a house. Well, let's say another house. And move! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you moving? Because my neighborhood's full of crime. <laughs> That's why I'm moving. Uh, you know, the first thing I'm going to do is the uh, thing we always talk about, right? Just having that plan. Not a bug out kit, but having the plan. Having the plan of, and then who are you going to tell? Who do you feel comfortable enough to tell that isn't going to make it weird? Is it going to get super jealous? Isn't going to, you know, give me $50 million right now. Do you owe me? You've always wanted to invest in my sweet idea. Whatever it is. You know, who are you going to tell? And then who who's a friend of yours that you love? And yes, eventually you want them to know before other people, but you're not telling them now because A, they can't keep their mouth shut, right? And B, they're going to get a little weird. And they're going to be upset that you didn't tell them first. Now you're going to have to do that via text because you're going to be on an island. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You know what else you can do? You can also get yourself some My Pillow products like the amazing Percale bed sheets. Normally, uh, they cost a whole bunch of money. 90 bucks. Not really a whole bunch of money. It's $90. But they're giving you for 40 bucks. 250 thread count. Smooth, easy, comfortable, breathable. Six-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warranty. You're going to love these. If you don't like them, you send them back, get your money back. It's that simple, right? So you're going to get tons of colors and styles to choose from, uh, king and queen size, pillowcases, the whole nine yards. You will love the Percale bed sheets. They are incredible. they got deep discounts on all other MyPillow products. Buy one, get one on the MyPillow itself. You've got the uh, deep discounts on the slippers, the towels, the incredible uh, mattress topper, which I love, but all of these deep discounts are going on right now at mypillow.com slash Benson. But the sale of the year is the Percale bed sheets, normally $90, yours for $40. Mypillow.com slash Benson. Mypillow.com slash Benson. Mypillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Deep states? Uh, no. Deep doo doo? Yeah, the Chad Benson Show. That's me, you're you, so just deal with how beautiful you are, baby. Uh, Producer Phil, have you ever heard of a lady by the name of uh, uh, Taylor Swift? You ever heard of her? You've heard of her? Um, Name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, we always joke on the show about nature messing you up. Well, if you're in Taylor's way, she will mess your ass up. It's me. Taylor Swift's Antihero debuts at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart, her ninth number one song, but she's not done there. Her song Lavender Haze. Also off her new album Midnight's debuts at number two. And that's not all. It was my 
Zong Maroon debuts at number three. In fact, all ten spots on the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 are songs from Midnight's. That kind of domination has never happened before. Drake came close with nine last year, and the Beatles once held the top five spots. This historic run helped Swift pass Madonna as the woman with the most top tens overall. By the way, the Beatles didn't when you actually had to buy an album. Now everything streams. But here's the crazy thing. Fifteen. Top 15, 13 are hers. You know why there's not 15? Because there's only 13 tracks on the whatever it is nowadays. On the pretend album. Thirteen. That's nature messing. You do not get in her way. You will pay a price, is all I'm saying, kids. You will pay a price if you get in her way. Speaking of getting away, don't get in the way of people shopping. And I'm curious to see what this year looks like when it comes to the holidays. Because we're now into November. It's November 1st. Right? Halloween is in our rearview mirror. And we're into November 1st. People looking around, you know, everybody's like, we're going to do Black Friday every single day up until Christmas. So, And then you know, some stores like, we're going to close. Everybody can spend time with their family, blah, 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 blah. The, re- the reality of what I've seen over the last umpteen months where people are struggling is there are, it's weird. Halloween store this weekend, a zoo. Was in Walmart this weekend, a zoo. What is it going to look like come holiday time? Are we going to have a crazy atmosphere? People still spend it? The holiday sales season already underway. Target is rolling out its deals of the day. Today, it's any one toy 25% off. And Amazon is discounting basics like rechargeable batteries half off. But experts say don't assume the lowest prices are here just yet. To get the rock bottom price, set a price drop alert using shopping apps such as Honey or Camel 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 to notify you when prices drop. And if you're looking for electronics, your best bet is to wait for Black Friday. Camel, camel, camel. That's a new one. Yeah, we were going to call it camel, camel, but somebody already had that. So we're camel, camel, camel. <laughs> we'll do a third camel. Uh, yeah, they're out there. The sales and the deals are out there. It's Christmas time. There is no doubt about that. Uh, you can feel it. It started happening, I would say, about 10 days ago. I went into Walmart, and I was like, wow, the, a lot of the Halloween stuff is gone. And I'm like, look over here. And it's like this one aisle is, it's got a lot of Christmas stuff on it. And there's, there's a turkey. Couple, 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 couple. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's just, just Christmas time. It's on. It is on. It is a race, kids. It is a race. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. God, I can't even believe what it's like. Well, I don't know how much money, because streaming pays virtually nothing. That's always the battle, right? Because artists don't make anything on streaming. Really. You have to be. Now, YouTube is a different story, but how much they make there is, you know, you talk to anybody who's a YouTuber that, that's of any significance, they'll say, ah, eh, you know, somebody can have 500,000 followers and make 200 grand a year. Somebody can have 5 million followers and make 50,000 a year. It's really odd the way that that works. So I don't know. I just know, you know, the, 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 the reality is, is you're a brand now. Now, we're going to get deeper into it next hour. If you miss any show, make sure you grab the podcast because uh, a tennis player is very upset. She's very upset about what apparently Adidas said to her. And I thought to myself, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There's, uh, that's, that's kind of the way of the world on what they said to her. And if you're going to miss any of the program, make sure you grab it. A lot of stuff to get to still. 
uh, fun hour. Man, we're just getting started. It's November 1st. We're a week away from lawsuits. So soak that up, kids. That's American right there. That's more American than apple pie anymore. Lawsuits. Clickbait. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. One weekend counting, kids. One weekend counting. And when we get there, we shall then have the lawsuits. Because you know that's coming. But we are a week away. The Democrats pulling out the big guns, sending out the only person that, you know, that quite, they're not going to send out Biden, right? Like, nobody wants Biden to show up. Joe Biden's doing more. Liz Cheney's doing more for the Democrats than than they want to see from other people. But Obama's getting out there. Will it make a difference? No, I don't think it is. 80% of Americans, so 80%, people like you and I, we make up that 80%. I like to think we're not crazy. 80% say that the other side And their politics will destroy America. 80%. I think the woke wackiness would hurt us first. But that's scary. So, eight out of, we're not just talking about, okay, so they did the thing. No, it was 80% of Democrats, according to new NBC poll, and 80% of Republicans believe that the other side will destroy America if they are elected. That their policies will destroy America. And that's the clickbait we've been talking about all day. Clickbait headlines give you what? Clickbait candidates give you clickbait politicians. Do I think that the other side wants to destroy America? No. Do I think the wokeness and the radicalism of a lot of stuff out there on the left is far more dangerous than people realize? Yeah. That being said, we are a week away. Somebody's got to win. It's like one of those things where, like, somebody's got to win. Who will it be? What are the big issues that people are having uh, real conversations about in this country? This is new from Gallup. They ask folks the issues they consider the most important, very important. And you see the economy tops it, abortion, second crime, gun policy, immigration. Then you ask folks who say these are the most important issues to them, how they intend to vote. Look at this. On all but one of these topics, Republicans have an advantage. And on three of them, the economy, crime, immigration, Republicans have massive advantages over Democrats. Crime has been the sleeper issue when I go out and talk to voters in some of these states. You know, it's not scientific, but it's just one of those things that keeps coming up that I feel like maybe we miss. Crime is big. Immigration, big. 
But the economy will always be the elephant, the beast in the room. But crime is big. There's no doubt about that. The defund police movement didn't work. Well, what about abortion? It's really not on the ballot the way that people want. I think people would hope it's like, okay, we'll get it on the ballot. It'll be yes or no. And then how would we do that? Because what do most Americans are like? Yeah, most Americans are like, yeah, abortion's fine. But, you know, like 15 weeks is good. You know, after that, you're killing a baby. Which goes to the all or nothing thing, right? It's like all or nothing. That's what I always hear. It's like, well, it's, 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 you know, what if you're raped? Okay, so wait, now you're like 23 weeks into pregnancy. You're like, you know, that guy raped me. And I was thinking about keeping him. And I was eh, you know, I was like, no. I mean, it's just, come on, silly, silly. But we can't have that conversation. Crime's another thing. We've got woke DAs across the country and, and insanity after the George Floyd thing. Where instead of talking about something for real on how we modernize police forcing, making it more of a situation where the community's coming together, getting feedback, it was like, well, defund the police. And they woke DAs, one everywhere. And what have they done? They've turned San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, and a bunch of other places, New York, into hellholes. Hey, you push somebody down and beat the crap out of them? Get out of jail. It's fun. No bail. Woo. Come on. But all that being said, I'm out last night, trick-or-treating with the little ones, just walking around, trick-or-treating, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat. What do people talk about? Cost of everything. Cost of food. Cost of candy. Oh, my God, Chad. Candy's through the roof. Normally, you buy five or six bags. This year, it was like 30 bucks for a bag of candy. I was like, ah, my God, it's crazy. That's what people are talking about. All the other things are in there. And what are they saying? Oh, it's this. These guys, these guys and gals, we like what they say. We like what they do. But, and there's a but right here, and Republicans, I've talked about it for a long time. You went for the low-hanging fruit, and you made a lot of it about 2020, and I'm going to restore this, and I'm going to restore that. And look, there are questions to be had, zero problem with asking the questions, raising millions of dollars off of it, continuing to perpetuate something no matter how many times you've been to court and it's been proven over and over again that you've got no leg to stand on, continuing to run up because you know over the next giant, huge mountain, there's something there. And then you get there and it's just more mountains. And then if I overturn this rock, we'll find something. And still running on that. And then running on things like, well, you know what, if I win and I'm the governor or the secretary of state and I think there's some funny business, then I'll appoint me as the person who decides who wins. That's not a win. Many people out there, according to the latest uh, poll from New York Times, majority of Americans would rather vote for a Republican, but they're not thrilled with their candidate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are things that you look and go, okay, what can we do? Because it should be a boat race down. We shouldn't be having this conversation. The conversation's not if, but by how many. The conversation's not about like, well, do you think we will win, you know, like five seats more, eight seats more? It should be like, we're going to win 25, 30 seats more. We're going we're gonna to take it from a dead heat in the Senate to, you know, we're going to be up by four or five seats. And why you see the Republicans push hard for 52, I mean, the Democrats, is because the goal is 
if we can get more than Manchin and Cinema, who are the real party poopers of the Democratic Party because they don't want to get rid of the filibuster, we can then get rid of the filibuster, which would be a nightmare. I'm just going to point that out. What a nightmare that would be for America if we got rid of the filibuster. Because if you think things are extreme now, if you think things are crazy now, the extremes will come out of the woodwork on both sides. And it'll just be from one zip over here to the right to one zip over here. It'll be nuts. And that we can't have. And that we don't need. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Will there be a red rave? That's a big one. A lot of people are, "Ah, it's going to be a red wave. It's going to be, it's it's coming. Even Rogan. Joe Rogan talked about the red wave. The red wave that's coming is going to be like the elevator doors opening up in The Shining. That's what I think. I think people are just like, what the f*** are you saying? They're making Republicans. I don't know how they're doing it. It's, I had a family member who is an, who's a boomer and a diehard liberal. And they told me when I was home this summer that they would vote for DeSantis. And I'm like, how did you lose this person? This is a like, go to the ballot and vote blue no matter what. And you've lost even the boomers. Yeah, because you went away from, again, so much of what this is isn't, you know, whether there should be more of a safety net or, you know, higher taxes on the rich. So much of it is you've lost it in society because of wokeness. You went so woke, so wild, so wacky that you've turned off people. You're not even allowed to talk about things that are truthful anymore. You got to come out and apologize. I know I said something the other day that was the truth, but I need to apologize for that because other people living in a delusional state of mind were very upset by that. That's how you lost those people. That's how you lost those people. Sad. It's sad, but true. And I think Americans are at the point now where we're, we want something else. We're going to get a little deeper into it a little bit later where, uh, a, a, a decent amount of Americans, almost 50%, would love a centrist party. And I'm not talking, and here's the thing that word centrist is poorly used, and we need a new phrase for that because centrist makes you feel like you stand on a wall. But that's the problem right now is we live in a world where it's all or nothing. I don't care how bad my person is, they've got my uniform on, so I'll take it. And that's not good. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us? Text your program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. All right, coming on up, we do a little what's trending. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, the new thing on the old Twitter when it comes to Elon Musk. Oh, and wait do you hear what Richard Marks? Yes, that Richard Marks. Whatever you do, I will be right here hating on you. What he said about Elon Rough Greens. Give it to my dogs every day. Uh, And you should give it to yours. If you love your animals like I love my animals. So I love my animals. Everybody talks about you got a zoo and stuff. Yes, I do. And the reason is because I love my animals. They make me happy. Uh, My dogs drive me crazy, but I love them. And it is, I mean, let's be real. Who wouldn't love the reaction? From human beings, if you showed up at the house with the way that your dogs do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're amazing. I didn't think you would come back. It's incredible. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, the kids are like, whatever. Whatever, Dad. And I love my animals. And I want them to be healthy and happy and give them the best in life. And that's where Rough Greens comes in. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369 that are going to love the taste. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. And voila, your dog's food comes to life. 
It is awesome. I'm giving it to my dogs for going on four years, my older dog, Doodle, and for my younger dogs, about two, two and a half years because they're younger. And they love it. And they absolutely love it. They love the taste, but I love what it's done for them. We don't go to the vets anymore. We don't have to. Outside of just going in for a checkup every once in a great while or, or you know, maybe getting some of their nails done and stuff like that. When they, but it, we go in for nothing. They're healthy. They're happy. And I love that. Right now, I want you to try a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything but the, 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 the price of shipping. A couple bucks. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. What's trending? Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say woo! Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davey Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Lady, Hanky Grace, Chopper in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonhead, Brass, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, boom. What's trending? Ah, uh, what's trending? Let's find out, baby, what's trending. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's start over in uh, the magical world of Google. Uh, takeoff uh, was shot and killed in Houston yesterday. He's 28. He's part of Migos, I guess. Uh, it's the number one trending thing both on Google and Twitter. Bengals yesterday, number one trending thing. Uh, they lost. Sucked. Phillies, Astros, game three, rained out. So, Thursday night football in the city of Philadelphia with Thursday night baseball. <laughs> How about those apples? If, you know, weather allows it. The uh, de los muertos. Ooh, yeah. That's trending big time today. Uh, as well as a lot of other Halloween stuff still. And there's a, apparently some kids out there that were idiots and did what idiots do. They decided this would be funny. And they got themselves dressed up like a chain gang and uh, used blackface, went out, and are now going to be canceled forever. I do wonder. It's like, did you guys just wake up? Like, did you just wake up and you thought, hey, this will be great. We've been in a coma for 40 years. But this was the big thing back when I was young. Head over to Twitter. Number one trending thing. Again, Takeoff, who's uh, a member of Migos. Uh, Takeoff and uh, Quavo were in attendance at the time of a shooting alley in a bowling alley. I mean, a shooting, uh, I guess it was a drive, maybe it was a gang thing at a bowling alley in downtown Houston yesterday. Taylor Swift, she's trending. I know, shocker. She has 10 of the top 10 hits in America. It's got to make you feel good. You're like, I still got it. I still got it. Christmas now trending. Number four, baby. Christmas trending. You knew it was coming, and it's here. And uh, Elon Musk trending along with Mariah Carey because, yes, it is time to dust off the holly and press play on Mariah Carey. I'm sure there are some stations across the country today that uh, you woke up and they are like, hey, my station's playing nothing but Christmas music. Yep, it's that time of year, so be prepared for it. Uh, Elon's trending for a lot of reasons. One of the things that they're doing to uh, old Elon which is funny, is, uh, well, should I stay or should I go? Darling, you've got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? 
So uh, that's the big thing they're doing now. Should I stay or should I go when it comes to that? And uh, there are people out there that are very angry about Elon owning it. One of them, Richard Marks. And I find it bizarre what he said about Elon Musk. Safe to say Richard Marks won't be singing love ballads to Elon Musk. I I think he's an emotionally unstable, inherently bad guy. Marks, a very active Twitter user, telling us he doesn't know Musk personally. I hate to pass judgment on someone, but you know what? I didn't know Hitler either, but I have a pretty good idea that he was an... So he's clearly not thrilled. Musk has taken over the social networking site, but he doesn't think he'll deactivate his account. You know, on one hand, I think to myself, how could Twitter become more of a cesspool? Well, maybe the answer is Elon Musk. Marks is currently on tour in support of his latest album, Songwriter. What have we talked about? Is it Godwin's Law where, you know, you, you mention uh, Hitler, you, you know, unless you're talking actually about Nazis, right? Real Nazis, like olden time Nazis and war. You're, you're, you've lost the argument. Number two is like, I don't know the guy, but I think he's the worst human being on Earth. <laughs> it's like he didn't say that yet. But I mean, I don't know the guy. He's, uh, he's, he's obviously he's a bad guy. How, how do you know he's a bad guy? How do you have any do you have any idea if he's a bad guy? Honestly, Richard, who I find amusing, not just on Twitter, but like some of the stuff I've watched about him. And he's he's done some of like those reality shows, some documentary stuff. It's very interesting. Uh, but how do you know he's a bad dude? Because he's going to allow some speech that you don't like. And here's the thing. If you don't like it. If it's that much of an annoyance to you, then don't use it. Don't use his product at all. It's that simple. But to even bring in the same sentence, God, well, you know, I think he's inherently a bad guy. Uh, I didn't know Hitler, and I could already assume he was an a-hole. It's like, no, 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 no. Come on. I expect more out of you than that. Or should I not? We live in that clickbait world. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Happy November 1st. Chaos, craziness, right? To think we're already November 1st. We're a week away from today, midterms. You know, one of the big things that's going to be on uh, a lot of people's minds, I think, is midterms. It's not just crime in the economy. Yes, abortion can be a part of it. Climate change. I'm going to put that out to the side because let's be real. We all want a cleaner climate. Nobody wants to pay for it. We all want a cleaner climate, but nobody wants to pay for it. Nobody wants to pay for cleaner stuff if it costs them money. Why not, Chat? Because we're not insane. Like everything, we're always trying to figure out, well, if we just eliminated stuff, it would be better. How about this? Let's build a better widget that's cleaner. You know, cows, uh, they fart everywhere and they're 
as they're farting and mooing and farting and they're burping. It's causing all the CO2 emissions. Blah, blah, blah. How about we find out a way to make the food better so when they do eventually flatulate and burp that maybe it's not as toxic? Oh, we could do that too. And for all you pet lovers and animal lovers and the vegans out there, they're just like humans. What are you going to do if we eliminated all these animals? Just curious. Are you taking one home with you? Your mom and dad's going to like that? You assume I live with my mother and father. I do. I totally assume that. You live with your mom. You think mom and dad, remember when you like, oh, can I bring home a puppy? They're like, uh, you're not going to take care of it. And you didn't. Do you think they're going to let you bring home a cow? I don't think so. I don't. So you got crime, you got all this other stuff, but one of them is going to be immigration. We've got some issues with immigration along the border. We know that. Now we've got some confrontation. Independent Mexican TV station XHIJ44 has aired video of Honduran and Venezuelan protesters crossing onto the U.S. side of the border at just after noon on Monday. Customs and Border Protection officials say personnel responded with crowd control measures that included, quote, the less lethal force pepper ball launching system. In a statement, the Mexican government said it's requested more details about the confrontation and reiterated what it calls the need to maintain protocols to guarantee the dignity and integrity of all people at the border. Yeah, fantastic. Well, why don't you let them stay there? You only let them wander through because you know they're going somewhere else. Otherwise, you'd try to stop them at your border. It's not true. It's mostly true. It's kind of, yeah, it's pretty, that's true. Of course we need to maintain dignity. Absolutely. Our, our, our Border Patrol is frustrated. It's through the roof. Biden's ignoring the problem is of all the things. And I heard last week that uh, was it Ted Cruz, I think, says he wants to, you know, impeach Mayorkas and whatnot. That's one where I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with that. If you want to impeach Mayorkas, Department of Homeland Secretary for being absolutely derelict in his duties at the border, lying to us on numerous occasions, which included, let's not forget, that he knew that last year's big controversy where they were whipping the Haitian migrants was baloney, but he still went out there and fed the public that. I got zero problems with that. We have a real issue at the border. And nobody pays attention. If you live here, and take away the right and left, if you can for a moment, which is hard. I get it. It's totally hard. But let's take away the right and the left for a moment. It's an issue that we have anywhere between two and a half to probably four million people. If you take away the 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 gotaways, you're looking at two, two and a half million people that have come across the border. Oh, since Biden has taken if you will, ownership of the presidency for now. We're on pace that I think we have, what, 7 million people right now in in Arizona. We're on pace probably by the end of this year to be right around 6 million that has come through in his watch. Again, if you take away the gotaways, well, then, you know, it's 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 four, four and a half million. But if you add it all up, it's probably closer to that. We're, 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 we're approaching Arizona-like state-level numbers. Of people who have crossed the border with zero fear of anything being caught, being, you know, anything happening to them. Last week, I found out there was 100,000 cases that have to be refiled because they didn't have time to file the cases 
So uh, they just are like, we're so far behind. We didn't file them correctly. So you guys get to stay here even longer now. So go ahead. I got no problems going after the likes of Mayorkas and, and his derelict duty. Tell me again if you've seen another president as horrible on the border. You do understand that having a sovereign country means there are ways that you have to go about getting into this country legally, right? You guys understand that. Because when I talk to a lot of Democrats, they don't get that. But if you take away the right or the left and you ask somebody, hey, uh, should we allow, I don't know, three, four million people a year to wander across our border aimlessly? They'd be like, that seems stupid. But when you put right and left into it, you go to bat for your team because we're at that point where we just want to bet for our team it's ridiculous and now you've got this which will be a controversy they were shooting what looked to be and i was telling the guys it looks like they're having a paint gun fight <laughs> really yeah it kind of looked like that i'm not saying it was 100 but it was definitely you know they weren't shooting weapons of mass destruction at it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. So New York today is going to start doing something. Uh, so if you're going to be out there, you're going to start to know uh, what's that job pay. Starting this week, if you're looking for a job in New York City, you'll get an idea of how much you can expect to earn before you interview. As of November 1st, employers will be required to disclose what the city's Commission on Human Rights describes as a good faith salary range for every job, promotion, and transfer opportunity advertised. A small but growing number of cities and states across the country have adopted similar laws with the goal of addressing ongoing pay disparities for women and people of color. Yeah, you know, because, uh, again, you, you, the, the pay disparity thing is out there for women, and uh, which has been debunked a thousand times. But I'm curious. So let's just say, because, you know, I do a lot of commercials and stuff, and I do a lot of, sometimes I'll do a ton of, of industrials. My friend's like, cartoons are fun. And this day, I'm like, dude, industrials are great because they pay a ton of money. And I did one the other day, and it was... Like the, the pay range was from like 27 to like $40 an hour, but it was for like a super machinist and something. You had to have like 10 years of experience if you get to sign up on a whole nine yards. And I thought to myself, okay, so in this position, if you're coming in, are you allowed to have a range of pay? Is that, you know, because I, I'm not paying somebody who's got 15 years of experience the same as somebody who's got one year experience or no experience at all. Does that factor into any of this? Or not. And remember, they just look across the board and they say, well, uh, uh, women make less than men and therefore everything should be equal. Uh, okay, so women make less than men. But do they do the same jobs? No. And you're, so you're just taking everything as an average. Uh, so they don't do the same job. Do they work as long as men? And you go study after study. Men work longer hours than women. Women work longer hours at home. Uh, there's that. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. They get into jobs that are more of a, you know, social work. You'll find far more women in the social worker world than you will men. And you start breaking it down like that. And so, but does experience ever play a part in any of this? Or not? Or are we just going to do, everybody makes the exact same. Because what you're going to find is, if, if I have a really tough job, 
that's dangerous, right? So let's just say we're deciding everybody gets paid the exact same no matter what they do. If you've got a really tough job that's nasty and potentially dangerous, or you could work at Chick-fil-A, <laughs> what would you choose? We're making the same? Yeah. Oh, I'll work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> exactly. Just curious. Let's throw that out there. Because, you know, again, we have to talk about because there are issues when it comes to pay disparities, and, and we should. Women, part of it's the negotiation thing. Let's not pretend that that's not something. Right. If I say the range is between 15 and 25 and I offer you 16 and you say, fine, I offer a guy uh, 24 and he says, no, I want 27. But I know he's worth it. That's fine. The chambers of commerce in New York City argue the new law could hurt the very groups it's designed to protect, saying during a labor shortage or in the context of achieving diversity goals, the posted maximum may be significantly higher than the historical salary ranges and arguing it will cause dissatisfaction among employees and trigger demands for pay adjustments that companies may not be able to afford. Yeah. Translation, the unintended consequences of trying to be, quote unquote, diverse and try to make things fair and equal. You find out who's it usually hurt. It usually hurts the people you're trying to help more often than not. And it's having a plan. And look, women, you guys are far and away outnumber men in school, college in particular. You far and away outnumber men in the way that it's going as far as college graduation. And coming out with college degrees. There's no doubt about that. That time is coming. Remember, men have had a head start in the workforce for a very long time, and we forget that. We forget that. That being said, how, you know, I, I just, what really played, like, if I, if this was my company, I'd be asking questions like, all right, so five people send me a resume, and all five seem to have a good resume, but this person over here is a guy and he's got 15 years of experience and I, you know, uh, I know the people he's worked with and all of this stuff. Uh, the other four have little to no experience, both men and women. Uh, can I offer them more or is this a no? Everybody gets the same. Because if that's true, well, I'm going to give it to that guy because if I got to offer everybody the same, I'm giving it to the guy that's got the most experience. And if it's a gal, I'll give it to her. Oh. The unintended consequences. Oh, boy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. You missed any of the fine show today. Grab yourself a pair of Raycons. Sit down and snuggle up with a good Chad Benson show podcast. And that's you can do it with Raycon. Raycons are awesome. I love my Raycons. I wear them all the time, whether I'm, you know, just relaxing, right? Listening to doing some working out, whatever it is. Uh, that 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 I got going on. My Raycons are always, always with me. And they've got tons of stuff. Yes, they got the everyday earbuds. But do you know they got the wireless earbuds that are awesome? Yeah, the headphones, the wireless ones, speakers, premium sound of everything, comfortable fit, and up to 54 hours of battery life just in a few of the things. So whether you're working out, whether you just want to rock, you know, when I go out golfing, sometimes I've got a speaker and I'll bring it with me uh, and I'll just throw it up there. It's just great. Tons of stuff, and they've got holiday bundles right now where you can get up to 30% off the best earbuds and premium audio in the business. Right now, get yourself a pair of Raycons or anything else that make great holiday gifts for yourself and for others. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Use code early 
BF to get 20% off site-wide, or you can get holiday bundles, and you'll save up to 30% off there. So this is what I want you to do right now. Go to uh, buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use code earlybf, buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use uh, earlybf to get those holiday bundles or to save 20% site-wide. Use buyraycon.com slash Chad, buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. Get out of here. Hey, dude, you get, that's it. That's it. Get the f*** out. I'm locking the doors. You're safe, man. I'll kick your ass or you'll kill me. <laughs> Buddy, what are you doing? Come on. Out of here, dude. You got no business in here. Get out of here. I'm the alpha male. Okay, kill me in 10 seconds. Okay, go. You happy now? Go get some pretzels. There you go. <laughs> Gotta love that. Talk about nature messing you up all the time. That is a bear that wandered into a convenience store, and I just love the guy. Get out of here. Or get some pretzels. I'll fight you. You'll kill me. It was just hilarious. Just just casual as can be. Just, yeah, 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 I'll fight you. You you, you and I, we will, we will not fight because you will kill me. You will eat my face. <laughs> By the way, he didn't want to fight. He wanted some pretzels. You know, had some stuff going on. Uh, then he was out. He was out. He was out. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. So yesterday being Halloween, I was uh, looking at uh, Heidi Klum. If you guys don't know who she is, she's uh, smoking hot. And Heidi Klum uh, used to be married to Seal. I think she was married to a billionaire. She's got a new husband now. And he's uh, like a rock star that's uh, like 15, 20 years her junior. But man, uh, she's just still smoking hot. She does. She goes big for Halloween. Like stupid big. And I love it. And I love it. So she dressed up as some sort of alien yesterday. And I was reading 15 hours is what it took, apparently, to get into that outfit. That is insane. Yeah. That is crazy. And she's got like every year it's something amazing she does. It is truly like you got to care about that. Like that's an effort right there. Absolute effort. And we were just talking about it because my little ones yesterday, there were costume changes. So I get home and my my daughter, Charlie, was in one costume. She's freaking out. It's like, this is great. She's four. So this is like big now, right? It's, it's happening. It's big. She gets it. So from there, she gets into her. She went as a zombie uh, like bride thing last night which was hilarious uh at the end after she'd been a, a creepy doll earlier in the day and the other kids they were all dressed up as a plague doctor one was helmo and then they were one was enterman or enderman from from i think it's minecraft and the other one was a, a was a jurassic park character later on they had the big blow-up ones which were hilarious and uh jack did not really go out because he got covid so he had to stay inside because california and he had to hide 
but uh, it was great. And the kids, I got let them pick all their stuff. And then Anthony sends me this thing of this little girl who's like one and a half, maybe. And she's dressed up as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And people are like, oh, it's so brave and it's so amazing. And it's so incredible. And I'm thinking, it's crap. Like, you, did you really want to be that? Like, do you know who she is? I mean, it's great if you know who she is, if you if you understand what she's about. But you didn't want to go as something else? Well, I wanted to be Wonder Woman. Well, you couldn't because you're the real Wonder Woman now. It's like, let kids be kids, for God's sakes. But there's somebody who's, that's like, you're pushing your politics already on your child. You're pushing your politics on your child. We'd never, ever do that. People ask me all the time, do my kids, do I talk politics? Yeah, they'll ask me questions and stuff. I mean, obviously, Charlie's not. But Jack does, and Jack's much more like his mom, very liberal. Uh, and on the other side of it, uh, my stepdaughter, she is super capitalist, expialidocious. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson when you live in a clickbait society you will get clickbait candidates and have clickbait politicians and how much easier it is for me to say something like that and understand that's where we are we live in clickbait people say outlandish things that's what gets people to pay attention because it's the only thing i think now that that gets people to pay attention I'm I'm serious. You know, if aliens landed here today, we would be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Within six weeks, we'd moved on from it because we're on to something else. That's that's what outrage society and 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 everything is the next breaking and biggest news. That's what that'll give you. We are one week away from the midterms. What will happen? I couldn't tell you. There's days I think it's going to be a red wave. There's days that it's, I think it's going to be more of a, a tsunami. There's days I feel like it could be a little bit of a trickle. I couldn't tell you. What I do know is uh, the Republicans are in a great position except for one thing. This is new from Gallup. They ask folks the issues they consider the most important, very important. And you see the economy tops at abortion, second crime, gun policy, immigration. Then you ask folks who say these are the most important issues to them, how they intend to vote. Look at this. On all but one of these topics, Republicans have an advantage. And on three of them, the economy, crime, Immigration. Republicans have massive advantages over Democrats. Crime has been the sleeper issue when I go out and talk to voters in some of these states. You know, it's not scientific, but it's just one of those things that keeps coming up that I feel like maybe we miss. Yeah, yeah, because you got a bunch of people who don't prosecute criminals when people talk about, well, crime's not very big. You can look at other states. Yeah, because they're actually arresting the people that break break the law where in other states and other places they don't really arrest them. They just give them a citation and or do nothing. 
But the one issue that the Republicans have, and this is something I've talked about, is there was a new poll out in the New York Times talking about who would you like to vote for? A vast majority of people say, I would love to vote for a Republican. Then why are things so close? Because the same people also say, I don't like the candidate. Oh, I like what the Republicans talk about. I like it, what in theory that they're about, but I don't like the candidate. It's one of the things I've talked about. Winning a primary is not winning an actual general. And too many of these, these people have made it way too close for a lot of people's likings. And it comes down to, well, it's better than nothing. Who wants that? Again, how many of you listening right now, a week away from going to the polls, or maybe you've already voted, who were excited for the people you voted for? Unless you live in a fringe world, how many of you listening right now are in that position where you're like, you're super excited about this? Probably not a lot of you. You held your nose and hoped that the powers that be, and and I'm at the point now where I look and I think the political side of stuff that's out there that we see when we're talking about a red wave or this, that, and the other is you're going to find there's going to be people that are leading the charge at the top of, of, of the political sphere for the right and the left who are essentially going to turn everybody else into you're my puppet. You're my puppet. You're going to do what I tell you to do. You got through. Now sit down and shut up and I'll tell you when to vote and what to vote for. Because they don't trust them either. They do not trust them either. Like I said, we live in a society right now that is full of clickbait. And with that clickbait comes clickbait candidates, which gets what? Clickbait politicians. And they live more on Twitter and elsewhere than they do in a world of reality. And speaking of reality, the left has lost the plot as well. You and I both know that. You know, one of the things that the, that the left has done here when they've had opportunities to, 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 I think, strike while the iron was hot is, is the fact that they have missed their opportunity because they hyper-focused on things that didn't matter. They hyper-focused on things that at the end of the day, hey, the court has ruled and the court ruled this. So when it comes to abortion, it's about your state. So you should focus hyper-focus on your state. But at the federal level, uh, you know, they've missed the mark. They, that was all that mattered. Period. Case closed. They, they, they focused on one thing. Yeah, let me tell you, you, you're in a bubble, man. I love you, Chuck, but you are in a bubble if you think anybody is talking about what happened in 2020 or talking about Mar-a-Lago and all that. I know the press loves to talk about it. People are talking about what is happening in their pocketbooks every single day. I, look, I get when that, When they have Governor. to buy groceries or fill should up they gas be? or right now. You well, that, that should far be prioritized to, yeah, over election they denialism. Be? Okay. Of course. Oh, my gosh, Chuck, this is hitting people. They're having trouble paying their mortgage. They're having trouble making car payments because of bad policies out of Washington. Should they be? That right there was the perfect example of clickbait insanity. So I went out last night, hung out with the family. We had such a massive fun time. We'll touch on it a little bit later. But I saw a bunch of people. I talked to a bunch of people. A lot of people I haven't seen in a while. A lot of people that have, you know, they live here on a part-time basis. They're snowbirds, and they're back out here, and they're retired. And we were, they were talking to me and asking me questions and stuff. You know what none of it came up about? Not one time did somebody say January 6th. Not one time. Not one time. It was like, man, can you believe how expensive things it got? Can you believe how ridiculous things are? 
You know, we thought about selling our house last year, but thank God we didn't because, man, that 3% interest rate uh, that we got or that 2 point, that is just amazing, you know? Not one time did somebody mention that. That stuff is great for television, which I don't think they realize it's not as great as they think it is, but it's not great for the average person. The average person I was talking to last night was talking about cost of life, how expensive things are. How expensive candy was. How expensive. You know, I saw one uh, person put, uh, sorry kids, out of candy. We only got two bags this year because it was so expensive to sign. And I was like, "Mm, mm, there's inflation hitting you right in the grundle. That's what they're talking about. Nobody showed up last night. Sorry kids, can't trick or treat here because, uh, well, you know, January 6th was never, ever brought up. The beauty of the American system is every voter has the right Mm -hmm. and almost the responsibility to be selfish with their vote, to vote in terms of what is best for their family, the better choice for schools, better economic opportunity. And that's exactly what's going to happen in a week. A whole bunch of these Democrats are going to get fired because, frankly, folks that think that we're that the average voter is worried about 2020, the average voter. It's a serious issue, of course, but it is not what people are going to be voting on in the next week. And that's kind of has baffled me through this whole campaign season. The fact that Democrats keep pushing this stuff. And talking about things that aren't really what voters want to hear about. Why aren't really connecting with the empathetic challenges that the average voter is seeing every day? Yeah, and look, and 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 I'm going to throw this out there. There are a lot of people who glommed on to January 6th, who glommed on to the big lie, who have raised a ton of money on it, who have pushed their selves and their names out there to the point where it has helped them gain certain recognition here in Arizona, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is the running for governor of Arizona on the right side of the aisle, and the big lie has been the hyper-focus of what she's done in a lot of ways. Trump has gotten behind her. People call her Trump in a dress, yet when you talk to people who know her, and you talk to people inside politics, they say, she's not Trump in a dress. She's got Trump-like qualities, except he has something, which is the way he talks to a certain group of people. In particular, the way that he's reached out across the America and grabbed a large swath of people. But she's got something he doesn't have, which is a grasp of the media. But she has taken the opportunity to grow that. That's why some people hear the, oh, the big lie, this, that, and the other. Yeah, there are people out there. But you know what? That was low-hanging fruit. At the end of the day, people want to know about how are you going to make sure the economy doesn't falter, And what can you do to kick it back into gear? Because you're the one saying, well, we have to do this and we have to do this and we have to slow this down. We have to do this. We have to do that. Well, what are you going to do to do that to get it back to where it was? So we don't have to worry about whether or not we're going into recession and blaming the oil companies and blaming everybody else. What are you going to do? They're not going, what are you going to do to fix January 6th? Here was the insanity of January 6th. It was awful. It's a stain on our country. Yet at the end of the day, what was supposed to happen, happened. And democracy in our republic was absolutely defended the way it was supposed to be. People want to know about how are you going to make sure that you get out of our way so we can continue to do the things that we do when it comes to our economy. What are you going to do when it comes to immigration, crime, etc., etc.? Those are the number one things that people are thinking about. January 6th, not so much. That's why I led this, the segment with this, and I will leave you with this. 
clickbait headlines. Give us clickbait candidates. Candidates, give us clickbait politicians. And that is on us. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Hope all is well with you. Hope you had a good Halloween. Had some fun last night. Saw a lot of people. Man, trick-or-treaters were in force last night. We did a little trunk or treat early on, and then we went out and trick or treated uh, to a lot of houses. We were out there for about five forty-five ish till almost eight thirty or nine. Anyway, kids were in full force. They were go 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 go. It was awesome. It was, but a uh, lot of people out there, and I was excited to see that because you never know, right? You know, but candy. Everybody said the same thing. Candy's so damn expensive. Candy's so damn expensive. I know. I know. I get it. Uh, my pillow right now. Help you sleep a little bit easier with, yes, the one and only Percale bed sheets right now coming to you directly with a 60-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warranty, 250 thread count. Oh, normally 90 bucks. Yours for $40. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, 40 bucks right now. It's the sale of the year. It is the Percale bed sheets. You get all the amazing colors and styles and choices. King, queen, you name it, they've got it. All delivered right to you with that 60 money back guarantee. Plus, there's buy one, get ones on MyPillow. All of the products from the towels to the mattress toppers and everything in between. But the sale of the year on the bed sheets, the Percale bed sheets, is going on right this second. And this is how you get it. You go to mypillow.com slash Benson. That is mypillow.com slash Benson to take advantage of this. Normally, 90 bucks, yours, $40. What? Normally, 90, yours, 40. Get it right now. Mypillow.com slash Benson at Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N. No billionaire. Chosen last night. We'll talk about that. Plus, SCOTUS talking affirmative action. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. I'm going in for a kidney transplant Thursday, so I, I'm pretty I'm pretty lucky guy. So maybe I could be a little bit luckier. Yeah, it's Powerball. No winner last night on the Powerball excitement. People are still excited. About 1.2 million it should reach on Wednesday. Uh, you got a buck or so, you're going to throw it in. Just taking a long shot like everybody else, just uh, hoping it happens, you know. And if it does, I'm going to bless a lot of other people with it. Oh, that's awfully nice. So uh, what will it be? $1.2 billion, they're thinking, come Wednesday. So last night's winning numbers, 13, 19, 36, 39, 59, and the red Powerball was 13. This will be the fourth largest in history. The biggest was 2016, $1.586 million. So Wednesday, $1.2 billion. So if you were the only one to win it, you have a choice of an annuity over 29 years, but opt out for cash. After everything's said and done, you would get $600 million. So there is that. <laughs> that is good. What would you do with the $600 million? What would you do? If I have that money, retirement. Yeah, a lot of people. Make some housing for some pregnant homeless women and homeless families. That's my dream. That's a good dream right there. You know, more people like that win. Whatever you do, don't give it to the government to go, I'm going to donate some money to you guys here because they're going to take it and screw it up. 
It's not very nice, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I want to get deeper into this, and we might do it some of the next segment as well. But affirmative action is uh, on the docket with this Supreme Court group of hearings they're taking a listen to. And it is, I mean, I, I think a lot of people think it's going to be shot down uh, based on a lot of uh, Q&As yesterday. Uh, I, I, you know, cause that's what happens. You're going to hear some of the Q's, some of the A's, some of the, Hey, you know what? I got a question for you. And, 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 you know, based on a lot of that, even by some of the left side of the aisle, if you want to call it that in, in the world of SCOTUS, uh, there was some real concerns. Justice Amy Coney Barrett saying the court itself has always envisioned a timeline for affirmative action. How do you know when you're done? When would you have the end point? Two cases were before the court, both brought by the conservative group Students for Fair Admissions. One against Harvard College, alleging that Harvard discriminates against Asian American applicants by using subjective standards to score their personalities. The other case against the University of North Carolina, alleging it discriminated against white and Asian American students by giving preference to black, Hispanic and Native American ones. Yeah, so, uh, look, Harvard one was very interesting. We saw that, right? We saw that in a couple places that, they, you know, they, they were trying to do everything they can to not have so many Asian students. And you're like, wow, that's that's crazy. But that's that's where we are. Well, they got an unfair advantage, and there is, it, it was, you know, there was a lot of questions that need to be asked. You know, and think about this. California shot down affirmative action years ago, which was very interesting, uh, when you think about it, but you know, this is where we are. And is it the color of your skin? Is it a meritocracy? Is it allowing some people in that maybe have some diverse backgrounds? Here's one of the things that doesn't happen. You know, if I was going to say, what should we have more on college campuses? How about more diversity of thought? Has anybody thought of that? They've already struck down quotas. Quotas are not used right now. That's against the Constitution. The Supreme Court said as much. Racial balancing, using numbers to sort of um, design a student body, that's out as well. That's forbidden. Um, but the, what this is really about is whether a school can, in a narrowly tailored fashion, consider race when they uh, make a holistic assessment about an individual student. Yeah. And, and do we take race out when it comes to Asians? Right. Do we come because it's uh, I mean, I can make all kinds of arguments about if skin color is the only thing that matters or looks are the only thing that matters. And what about ugly people? Right. Should we be able to not have ugly people anywhere? Well, that's not very nice. Jen. Well, why not? I mean, if we're going to base everything strictly on looks, well, you know what I mean? Oh, I understand what you're saying. But the reality is, is what about, uh, you know, all kinds of things that so we can tall people, short people. I mean, if we're just going to go with the outside appearance of things. Or should it be about what your achievement is? Look, and all of these schools we're talking about, a lot of them, they're very competitive to the point of insanity, where it's like, I got a 4.6. How the hell do you get a 4.6? Because I did so much extra credit. I took so many AP classes. Oh, wow. That's crazy, right? And then you top, you top that with the fact that they also did 5,000 extracurriculars. It's nuts. We might touch more about uh, on this a little bit later. 323-538-2423. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Clickbait society equals what? Clickbait candidates equals clickbait politicians. We've been talking about it all day long. Here's something. I mean, this is a perfect example. Not so much a clickbait, but because we get here because of clickbait. 80% of both Democrats and Republicans, 80%, think about that, 8 out of 10 on each side, believe the political party that they're with essentially is righteous, just, and that the other side poses a significant threat to America and will destroy it as we know it. Think about that for a second. Is that scary? So wait a minute here, Chad. What you're telling me is, is each side, there's 10 people, eight of those on each side, one thing they're equal on, believes that the other side will destroy America as we know it. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. 80%. That is nuts. But that's where we are. And you have people that just say wacky, crazy, loony things, and it makes you just just sit there and shake your head. You get stuff like this. I'm 46. We plan on moving out of this country and somewhere else in the world. No idea where yet. Just not here. So my question is, is there a place we can move that people would be happy to have us that we're not gentrifying or colonizing? Is there a way to do this? I don't want to be a problem, but I need to get the f*** out of this country. Oh, that's that's the insanity out there. First of all, do I think either party? uh, Here's my fear. Not that either party poses the threat that the world's going to come to an end, although I do think there's things on the left where you sit there and shake your head and you think, if anybody was going to bring it down, it'd be you idiots. Uh, And I'm not talking about the average Democrat. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the person who's center left or center right. I'm talking about the extremes that would love a a, a one-party rule. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about, though, is... Is is you know the a hey, you know a man can't have babies and which CDC the other day did you see that insanity where they're like yeah yeah slowly but surely they moved women out of 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 being able to have baby it just says people now birthing people <laughs> ladies you guys you guys are worried about the pay gap you should be worried about the fact that you're being erased from everything <laughs> it's not very funny but it's the extremes when you have eighty percent of people. 80% on both sides who think the extremes are going to, to you know, or, or the other party is nothing but extremes and they're going to destroy the country. That's scary. My fear is that it picks up some steam and what was supposed to be us versus them. Because remember, Superman always needs a villain and each team gets to play Superman every once in a while. So the fear is that Superman eventually destroys the other side and realizes, oh, there's no villain anymore. Not that either of these groups are Superman. Let's be completely honest. Super person, Chad. All right. We don't use gendered language around here. You should know such things. Oh, yeah. Apologize for that. Crazy, crazy. Inflation, Chad. It's all about inflation. It is all about inflation. Now, you heard the president comes out, start talking about the evil that is the oil company's Evil. President Biden claims the companies are, quote, war profiting off the conflict in Ukraine. Their profits are a windfall of war. And urge them to use their cash to expand production or 
lower their prices. If they don't, they're going to pay a higher tax on their excess profits and face other restrictions. The oil and gas industry dismissing Biden's statement as campaign rhetoric. The American Petroleum Institute saying oil companies do not set prices. Global commodities markets do. Which is true, but you can't have a conversation because you see somebody making a ton of money and and you're just like, they're evil, they're bad. That's what they do. And, and Biden continued to push it. And, you know, why is stuff so high? Why? Last week, Shell announced that it made $9.5 billion in profits for the third quarter. $9.5 billion. That's almost twice as much as it made in the third quarter of last year. You think that's incredible? Then along came Exxon. Exxon's profits for the third quarter were $18.7 billion, nearly triple what Exxon made last year. In the last six months, six of the largest oil companies have made more than $100 billion in profits in two, less than 200 days. Which I think it's outrageous. Why do you think it's outrageous? Why, is, why are companies being profitable outrageous? That should be outrageous right there. We're a free market capitalist society. We're a global entity now, all tied together in so many different ways. Why is making a profit so outrageous? Tell me, sir. Continue. I'm sorry, Mr. President. Instead of the outrageous profits they're making today, if they passed the rest on to the consumers, the price of gas would come down around an additional 50 cents. If they're investing their profits in historic rates in their U.S. operations, then America would be producing more oil today and prices would be down even further. But rather than increasing their investments in America or giving American consumers a break, their excess profits are going back to their shareholders and they're buying back their stock so the executive pays are going to skyrocket. Give me a break. Enough is enough. Give me a break. Uh, why would you want to invest in a country where you're the leader and you've said your goal is to take them out, to eliminate them, to make it so they don't have a job anymore, essentially? Why would you want to do that? I'm just curious. Why would I want to put money into something that you're going to make it absolutely a nightmare for me to operate? Why would you do any of those things? I'm just, I mean, I think it's a fair question to ask. I mean, if you tell me you want me to do all of these things, but all the while you're also saying, I want to eliminate your industry. I want to get rid of your industry. I want to destroy your industry. And by the way, if you try to operate here, I'm going to do everything in my, my, my being to impede you from operating here. Why would I want to put more money into something at this moment in time where you look at me as a pariah before these things went sideways? Before all of this, you thought I was evil and bad. Now you want me to come help you? Excuse me? No, no. I'm going to make a pass on that one, sir. You're the guy that sleeps with my wife, tells me you're going to steal my wife, then wonders if I'll help you change your tire. Uh, No. That's not very nice, Chad. I mean, it's good, but it's not very nice the way you said that. You brought it up. Maybe go, oh, goodness. But it's inflation, Chad. It's inflation. Steve Forbes has uh, an honest look at inflation here, kids. Soak this up. So right now, it's the evil profiteers that are the, the bad guys and gals of the inflation world. Maybe this has happened before. For 3,000 years, governments have always blamed others for inflation. Inflation comes from the government, from central banks, mucking things up, mucking the dollar. 
mucking up supply chains like oil and gas production. But you go back to Roman times. They blamed Christians for inflation. Good for the lions, but didn't curb inflation, which helped bring down the Roman Empire. Medieval times, they blamed it on witches. In the 1920s, during the German hyperinflation, they blamed it on Jewish bankers and Jewish merchants. 1970s, Richard Nixon blames on greedy Arabs. So they always blame it on others. But government is at fault here, both of the Federal Reserve and the federal government itself. And central banks all around the world have been making the same mistake for 10 years, printing a lot of money, zero interest rates. And then they wonder why prices are going up. <laughs> Look in the mirror, fellows. Why prices are going up. A little Bobby, uh, Bobby Brady there. But there you go. I mean, the only one who can print money is who? It's the, it's, it's the feds, right? They're the ones printing the money. They're the ones spending the money. They're the ones who are devaluing our currency at times and 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 helping out with hyperinflation. There's a lot that goes into it. And yes, there are some issues that took place with supply chains and things of that nature. But the reality is, is the massive amounts of spending and the massive amounts of of things that we saw when it comes to, you know, covid spending and things that is insane. Insane. And it's a different time. Albeit, but the problem seems to be, you know, well, it's historic, right? It's one of those things where we can go look back in history and we always end up kind of at the same place, human beings, I mean, when it comes to how do we get here? Well, this is how we got here. This is, are you sure it's not? No, it's evil oil people that are evil. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Oh, Elon. Elon Musk, should he stay, should he go? Uh, that's the Twitter users are asking, should I stay or should I go, on whether or not they should stay or go. Hmm. I don't know. Where are you going to go? That's my question. We're going to talk a bit about this because one former uh, pop star who was a prolific producer, and had quite a mullet in the 80s, who wrote lovely ballads, was like best friends with Luther Vandross. He came out and talked about Twitter, because he uses it quite frequently. And what he said to me was just the most asinine thing. And it shows you, again, clickbait world that we live in. 323-538-538. 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, talk about that. Plus, a massive achievement for the biggest musician slash pop star in the world. Uh, I think it's safe to say it's no, it's not Kanye. I don't know who thought that was. No, it's not. Not Kanye. Kanye is going in the other direction. This one happens to be somebody that Kanye is always mad at at award shows. Talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Safe to say Richard Marks won't be singing love ballads to Elon Musk. I, I think he's an emotionally unstable, inherently bad guy. Marks, a very active Twitter user, telling us he doesn't know Musk personally. I hate to pass judgment on someone, but you know what? I didn't know Hitler either, but I have a pretty good idea that he was a 
So he's clearly not thrilled Musk has taken over the social networking site, but he doesn't think he'll deactivate his account. You know, on one hand, I think to myself, how could Twitter become more of a cesspool? Well, maybe the answer is Elon Musk. Marx is currently on tour in support of his latest album, Songwriter. Now, I'm going to say, where do we pick this thing apart, right? Like, uh, honestly, where do we pick this thing apart? So let me get this right. Uh, You didn't know Hitler, but you know he was an a-hole. And you're likening him somewhat to the likes of Elon Musk because he bought a platform that you like to play around on with your friends and your liberal pals who are all threatening to leave. Where are you going to go? You can't. The addiction is too much. You've got nowhere to go. The addiction's too real. It's going to eat you up inside because, you know, I was talking to producer Anthony before the show and he's like, well, they'll probably set up fake accounts. No, they won't. Because part of the addiction is having the blue check mark. Part of the addiction is is being able to go out and, and to see the likes and the retweets. You watching people participate is not the same. Are you going to go to Rumble? Are you going to go to Parlor? Well, you're not going to Parlor now, right? Because isn't Kanye on that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if he has enough money for that. Where are you going to go? Are you going to go to Truth Social? I'm just curious. Are you hoping to set up your, your own? Dad, too many people are using this one. You're going to get pissed, and you may leave for a while, but then you're going to quietly come back, and you'll make a big announcement, I'm done with Twitter, and then you'll come back. That's what you'll do. But to even bring Hitler up in a conversation, what is it, Godwin's Law, is that what it's called? I think it is. Where if you're bringing Hitler up in a conversation, unless it's actually about Hitler or history or something, or Nazis, you've lost any argument you have. I mean, I'm just, just, wow. Wow. That's, that's, that to me just shows you everything you need to know. And and Richard used to have such an amazing mullet. You did. And I, I just, how did you get here? Oh God, the insanity goes back to what I say though. You say crazy stuff. You do. Now, are there some things that people aren't going to like? Yeah, that's the whole thing of free speech. Free speech isn't about the speech you like. How many times do we have to say it? It's about the speech you don't like. That's what free speech is about. I don't like that speech. Then don't look at it. Don't listen to it. Don't watch it. I want you to get rid of it. No. No. Are there going to be some missteps? Of course there is. Did I think he he is? Here's my thing with him. I think he's going to get very into it. And he's going to buy it as he's done, and he's going to play around with it, and he's going to get excited, and then he's going to on to something else. Because he'll get to where he thinks, okay, I've done enough with this, and I'm going to move on to something else. But I know one thing. It, it, he loves it. And he's a bash. He, he, he is. It, this should be a bash in free speech. Obviously, we're not condoning violence. What about people who use rhetoric that we don't like? Then don't look at that rhetoric. That's the best thing to do. What about spreading lies and blah, blah, again? This is where you have to decide what it is that you're going to allow into your sphere. And if you're serious about something, then you do the research. Shouldn't be that hard. No, it shouldn't be that hard. But it is today's world. Everything is hard in today's world because you have to look up 55 different things. And even when you get to a point where you think you may have it right, you got a triple, quadruple, fanuple check, as I like to say. you got to do a fanuple check. Because you're not quite sure if the other 28 places that you went to look something up Well, those were correct either. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, somebody who's very popular, 
I was joking about Elon Musk being popular. But thinking about a songwriter, Richard, uh, somebody who, well, they've they've had more than just a little bit of success. And you've had quite a lot of success. You're a successful SOB. I got to be honest with you there. And I find you very interesting because I know there's a couple documentaries out there with him in it that he is very interesting. But this lady here is just a freak of nature. It's me. Taylor Swift's Antihero debuts at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart, her ninth number one song, but she's not done there. Her song Lavender Haze. Also off her new album Midnight's debuts at number two, and that's not all. The song Maroon debuts at number three. In fact, all ten spots on the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 are songs from Midnight's. That kind of domination has never happened before. Drake came close with nine last year, and the Beatles once held the top five spots. This historic run helped Swift pass Madonna as the woman with the most top tens overall. Yeah, and by the way, uh, if you think, well, that's pretty good, uh, they're top 15, 13 are hers because there's only 13 songs, I guess. So soak that up. So how would you like to know that the top 10 songs off your album, the top 10, and this isn't like the olden days, right? In the olden days, they would go, we're going to release this as a single. We're going to push this as a single. We're going to do this. Now you release everything kind of at once. That thing gets all over the place, and it's kind of where this is going to go is where it's going to go. And there's no money in streaming. Their money is made in other things because your brand. Uh, we talked about that earlier, your brand, man, that's insane. That is insane. Like that's, you're doing okay. I got to admit, you're doing okay. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, 24, 23 at Chad Benson show is your Twitter. We are a week away. I repeat one week, one week away from what I don't know. I don't know what that day looks like. Uh, I have a feeling we're not going to find out a ton of stuff. On the really close races for probably uh, uh, maybe through the weekend. But I think we're going to get a lot of answers on that day and night as we head into it. But we are one week away, so this is it. Uh, what is it? Barack Obama, former president, says it's the silly season. Yeah, I think the silly season is, a, is arrived. And we're going to hear more and more silliness between now and next week. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. You miss any of the show, grab the podcast. Feel uh, feel free to do that. Appreciate that big time. Check us out on Facebook as well. And, of course, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Chad Benson Show. Solid fun show today. It's a Tuesday. Get yourself some tacos. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.